0: Welcome to the Why Not Podcast with me, Chrissy Hawkins. In a world where everybody asks you why, I'm here to ask, why not? So sit back and relax or walk and listen and join me on this journey as we try to answer this never-ending question, what makes people say, why not? Hello, everyone. I am back with an episode all around injuries, why stupid injuries seem to happen the easiest ways and how a few tips on how you could actually prevent that happening so you know i hope you enjoy this and i hope you find it helpful and if you have a dodgy injury maybe you're going to find out how you can finally get rid of it Woo. hello So welcome back to Why Not. Today I have a bit of a podcast for you. (laughs) That wouldn't be like me, the Why Not podcast, having a podcast for you. Um, Well today I want to talk about injuries and I suppose the idea for this podcast came from an article I wrote for the Grassroots Gazette so you can see it in print online if you want but here's an audio version basically of it and it going on the theme of like why do the silliest things always cause the worst injuries like you know personally myself like you know I have fallen every which way possible off a horse I think you know I've landed on my feet I've landed on my back I've landed as close to going on my face as I I can and 90% of the time actually to be fair the only time I did actually break something touch wood was the time he headbutted me in the face but majority of the time a little bit sore after but nothing major wrong. I have had other injuries through my life, I had problems problem with my knee for years. I um, have a dodgy shoulder and this shoulder I I'd hurt and I managed to re-injure it one day reaching for a pen. Not the horse, not the half ton animal that has caused me to learn acrobatics despite never deciding I wanted to do so. It was reaching for a pen in work. And yeah, it's it's kinda crazy to think that this is a I suppose in a way like common because how many of you have potentially fallen off your horse, fallen in life fallen in life, I mean tripped over or done something silly and been fine. Like you think a really bad impact and you're fine. But Like, I know someone who kind of fell off a curb and broke their ankle, ended up in a boot. Say, for instance, you see it sports people all the time. They turn one direction and their cruise ship's gone, whereas they might have ran headfirst into, like, another player and been fine. And I think these are... It's really interesting to think about this, how you can see these, like, massive impacts in different games and people are fine and then you have these little almost like insignificant things that happen um and suddenly that they could be out for six eight, twelve months so personally i think there's about four reasons that this happens and that's what i'm going to talk about today so we have four reasons that you get injured on things that would seem not injury worthy <laughs> i know it's, it's really hard by wording it um so i'm going to get the first one out of the way and it's sheer bad luck like you can't control you can control so much in your life but sometimes you cannot control what way force is going to go through your body and that causes an injury so that like it's just unfortunate and it could be the way you land you get your leg gets caught in a certain way it shouldn't do your ankle Um, you know same thing shoulder it could be you know any any of these different things like a fall it could be just a movement too quickly again that can be linked back to something else but as i said sometimes we can have injuries from literally just sheer bad luck you you can put all the safe spaces safe um safeguards in place and it can still happen to you so you know that's not to say don't put the safeguards in place because it might happen there's a lot of things we can do in order to Avoid getting to that point or even put yourself in a better position if something like that happens that you don't come out badly injured off the back of it, or you know, maybe you have a lesser injury because of the safeguards you've put in place. Uh, Okay, second one putting strain on a weakness you may or may not already know about. Okay, so we have bustle imbalances all the way through our body, it's completely normal. like you can never get perfectly in balance but you know the idea is try and get yourself in an alignment as good uh, as well as you can basically. Um, Our body is fantastic at compensating for our weaknesses, it can sometimes switch off muscles, It it can recruit different muscles to do the job that this muscle is trying to do. I suppose one of the best examples of a muscle imbalance or a Strength and balance in our body is you having a dominant hand or a dominant foot. Sometimes your dominant foot is different to your dominant hand, because why not? But there's a really obvious one. Well, that's happening maybe all over your body. Like, you know, a lot of the time when people have sore shoulders, it's because their muscles and their chest are tight, because we sit over computers all day or our phones, and that weakens the muscles in the back, which means, hey, they start to get sore, and you're stretching these muscles. And they're not getting any relief but what you actually need to do is strengthen the muscles and you'll get more relief so that's kind of like an example as well of it Um, so the other thing about these is these areas if they are weak and excessive force is put through them when they're not prepared this is can result in injury and again like that this can be laid back as i said the like of someone having like an acl injury or turning quickly that area was not prepped it might be in a little bit strain it might be a little bit worn down anyway and that's just a catalyst it needed to go and you've got six months out of out of uh, action and so you know it kind of goes on the flip side as well it might necessarily be the weak muscle that goes yeah or the weak side you know if you're overusing and compensating for something with, with a different side so say for instance you have a weak right hand and you do everything with your left and the more you do it with your left the more over time your left actually gets worn down and you end up with like a tendonitis or a period of strain injury in that arm this also can happen if you have gotten tendonitis in one arm it can end up because you're resting that for so long you work out the other one to the point that you give yourself tendonitis in the other arm and these are all really, really common things. Like you may have heard of your horse doing that. Like you know, horses a tendon injury on one side, it could just like it's not unusual for it to do it on the other side. And it's the exact same with us humans, you know, because you end up compensating and going on your for want of a better description, your good side. You eventually will cause more damage to that side as well, and you end up with the same injury on either side of your body. So, kind of keeping on top of those things, like obviously if you've had tendonitis trying to when you recover trying to get used to using that arm again so you don't overuse the other arm or if you've been giving exercises do them like that if you suffer from the likes of shoulder pain or something and it's the case because your muscles aren't firing properly doing exercise to build them up can prevent them getting to a point where they get so weak you you have an injury so it's really really um, important that we try and keep ourselves in as best a position as possible and as balanced as you're gonna ever be in order to avoid causing these types of injuries. Um, number three is ignoring something or a previous injury okay so one of the biggest predictors as I was describing there like if you get tendonitis on one side you get it on the other side but one of the predictors of injury is a previous injury so if you have an injury or you've had injured somewhere, you're going to need to look after it. So when our bodies get injured, we have to bring it to a rehab program in order to get it firing again. And you know, after like your inflammation, happens the inflammation process happens but in that recovery there is probably going to be some muscular atrophy there could be some scarring in the tissue like scars aren't just a cut on your wrist that's never healed properly or anywhere else in your body but scarring happens in your muscles these fibres they have to rebuild It there's can be scarring in your tendons as well and that's why they're maybe not as mobile as they used to be because you did this injury what you need to do is build that back build the fibers back so they can function as best as they can the scarring may go away the scarring may stay and you still want to be able to use it as best you can which is why you want to build up those fibers again get them firing again now the thing about it is your body, if you stop doing that, will happily go, aha, I don't need to do that anymore. It's a bit awkward working around this like slightly weaker muscle. I'm just going to ignore it. And we often do this, um, myself included, when you have an injury, you recover from the injury, and after that injury, you go, oh, okay, I'm fine now, I feel grand, I don't need to do that anymore. And then six months down the line, the same thing happens to you again. You're like, what? Why has this happened? Well, because... You stopped working on it. It developed its weakness again. So I'm back into, say, its previous state before the injury. But the fibres in the area are already weakened from getting injured. So it's going to be a lot easier for it to go boom and go again. I like using these, uh, these sound effects. But... So in order to stay ahead of that, what you need to do is keep doing those exercises. Now, when you initially do an injury, you may need to do the exercise every day until you get to a certain point however after that it's probably you you probably won't need to do it every day you you can do it regularly or say for instance you can find a time three times a week when you're doing it maybe it's before you are exercising you can do those as your warm-up maybe it's before you go horse riding again do it as your warm-up prep your body your body needs to be prepped for the force it's going to go through these are all things that can make. Your life easier. Also, the pony's life easier for a horse rider, and obviously, if you're not a horse rider, this is also something that can be really, really helpful for you, Um, and worth doing. Not like ignoring. And as I said, like if there's nothing wrong with you per se at the time, it's very easy to ignore you to to ignore you to ignore it, because you don't feel like it's gonna be bad. Whereas if you can, as I said, three times a week keep going, keep on top of it, it'll help you stay ahead of it so you don't end up back at square one you can always maintain yourself on the on maintain yourself at a position that you want to be with that injury the weakness may always be there but you can always keep ahead of it and make sure it doesn't become an actual problem again and number four here is the unfortunate thing that no matter what we do to be fair we can't really get away from any of these things but this is something we definitely can't get away with and it's aging. So as we get older we are more likely to get injured reason being is after about 35 we start to have sarcopenia which is the breakdown of muscle so it's harder for your body to reform muscle same thing um, especially in women post-menopause osteopenia and osteoporosis is very very um common and in order and unfortunately with these things it means you're easier going to hurt yourself so if you fall with like osteopenia or osteoporosis you're more likely to break a bone or if you you know with the with the muscles you are more likely to hurt a muscle or harder to maintain things you're able to do before and unfortunately because we can't get away with aging the best thing we can do to almost reverse aging is resistance style training which doesn't have to be your crazy gym sessions it can be bodyweight exercises. exercise it can be like say for instance walking can help like reverse osteoporosis and osteopenia because you have that impact and um, strength training not only does improve your muscle strength and depth for one of a better description it also improves your bone density so you could be doing something you know a couple of times a week and that would be enough to prevent sarcopenia taking hold to prevent um osteoporosis osteopenia taking like taking hold and putting you in a better position where you're less likely to get injured so it's really really important like again it doesn't have to be this crazy exercise there's plenty of like basic stuff on youtube you can find mine on my youtube as well christy hawkins fitness you will find loads of stuff there but it's another thing that's worth thinking about and looking into because it will help you prevent yourself from getting getting injured and you know we want to put ourselves as I said in the best position because the less injuries we have the less likely we the more better basically the less injuries we have over life the best the better quality of life you're going to have so instead of putting yourself under pressure or not putting yourself under pressure it's kind of like a prevention rather than cure you don't have to do the rehab and the injury go through all that treatment and stuff like that if you don't get the injury in the first place and anyone who has had a long injury layoff will know that it's a bloody nightmare and it's frustrating and it means you can't do the things you want to do and you just have to keep waiting and going through it until everything is okay again and I think it's really really important that we highlight the fact that you can you don't have to go through this and if there's so many possible ways to prevent it why would you not want to do it you know now another thing I do find happens with people when they do get injured is we have the tendency to rest it you might take some painkillers you might go to the doctor and you rest it and then you rest it some more and then you rest it some more and it may not be as bad as it used to be but it's never fully right. Well, that's because you've let the inflammation process happen, you've let it heal, but you've never brought it back into activity and brought it, build it back up to where it was before the injury. And because of that, it's always gonna have that slight soreness, that slight weakness, whereas you could have it back performing to the same, if not as close to the same as it was before the injury, if you start a proper rehab program. You need to go to physios or physical therapists who will give you these rehab programs to help you build yourself back up. And, you know, if you have been long term sitting with something that you hurt yourself and it's never been quite right, this is your sign, go do something about it because it's not going to get right on its own. You need to do this rebuild on it otherwise you're going to just have only oh, bad shoulder and you're going to or you're a bad hip you're a bad knee and eventually you're going to end up maybe with a sore on the other side or you're just going to stop doing things that you enjoy because they aggravate it and I think this happens to a lot of people as well because people think if they leave it alone it'll get better well actually what happens is it starts to get stiffer and less mobile and harder to use and if you don't do something about that it will just end up eventually kind of locking up and it'll make other parts of your life or other things you like doing harder so then you stop doing them because it aggravates it whereas if you had the right rehab program the right training even to keep on top of it, after that you could very very easily keep doing the things you enjoy without having to worry about it hurting now look when you first for first start back at doing things that may aggravate it it's gonna hurt it's still gonna hurt like it won't be perfect and it won't be just like ah everything's grand again but if you stop again you're not you're not gonna progress so you need to keep going through that and eventually it will get back to the way it was and you'll feel like really really happy that you're able to get back doing it do you know what i mean and one day you'll be doing maybe you're out for a walk or maybe you're all horse riding or maybe you're doing a certain exercise and you realize that it doesn't hurt like it had done and it'll come out of the blue it won't be a case of you know but just one day you'll be like oh yeah this has actually gotten a lot better and then you'll be glad that you did it and it's it's taking those first steps to make sure you get yourself to that position that's really 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 important so I hope this little lecture on injuries helped you. I hope you don't feel too wrecked after listening to me. But, you know, if you are a person who is struggling with stuff like that, I would highly advise going to a physio, going to a physical therapist, or doing some work with someone like myself who can help you rehab those injuries because I am a neuromuscular therapist as well as a coach. Obviously, I'd need the proper diagnosis and stuff before we embarked on something and also you know if you do have a spinal injury or nerve damage unfortunately in those scenarios you are going to struggle with that for the rest of your life it doesn't mean you can't support the area but those kind of things are until they figure out how to fix nerves and spinal cords it's kind of something you're stuck with unfortunately i'm sorry to say but a lot of the other stuff muscular stuff even stuff around your tendons and all can really really be improved with the right work and the right program, if you would like to hear more about working with me, or even just want to come visit me on social media, I have two Instagram pages. You'll find me at Chrissy Hawkins, or sorry, at Chrissy H Fitness, or also uh, my Instagram is at Strong in the Saddle underscore for my equestrian friends. I also have an equestrian TikTok, which is Strong in the Saddle without the underscore, and all information on how you can work with me if you go on to www.chrissyhawkins.com you'll find all the information I have up there about how to work with me how cool I am and why you should do it (laughs) but anyway I hope you enjoyed this I hope you found this helpful and maybe made you rethink things a little bit on about injuries or trying to prevent your injuries or even just trying to get something right that's been there for a while oh enjoy your day guys or night or morning who knows? i don't know when you guys listen to this but i hope you enjoy i really do appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast so if you please could help me with the algorithm and leave a review on apple Podcasts or spotify and even you know if you want to reach out and suggest topics for me i'd be delighted to hear from you drop me a dm on instagram or tiktok and thanks again for listening